Hello, Coven. I am your host, Rachel Pond, and this is Practical Magic. First of all, I want to apologize for completely missing last week. Um, Things out of my control happened. I had a panic attack. Um, I, I think that was actually my first official panic attack that I had this week. And I just needed... After, after that experience, I needed a couple days to just recover. Um, <clears throat> and then one day I was like, okay, I want to record. And then it was so humid and so hot. Um, and I don't have AC in my apartment. And so it was like I could barely breathe. And so I was like, this week is a wash. Um, so... <clears throat> um, I'm here this week. I know it's coming. The episode's coming out a little late today, but better late than never, right? <laughs> um, so hopefully nothing like that ever happens again. Because, like I said, I've never had like a full-fledged panic attack before, and it, it was really scary. Um, <clears throat> but with that being said, um, this week I will be discussing Loki, which I should have discussed. It last week, but like I said, the episode didn't come out last week due to, you know, things out of my control. So, um, I'm going to be starting off with discussing my personal experience with Loki, and then going into things about how to know if he's reaching out to you, and um, how you can reach out to him if you would like to work with him, but you don't feel his, his presence, like he's reaching out to you. So, my personal experience, I think I said this in my latest, my most past episode, um, when I was letting you know this was going to be the next episode, um, that um, I've never thought one way or the other about Loki, you know? Um, I, in a way, I guess I kind of was attracted to the idea of Loki, because I've always had a thing for villains. Um, when I say that, I mean, like, <clears throat> I feel sympathy. I feel for them. Because, like, <clears throat> if you think back, Batman, Superman, all these characters where there's a good guy and a bad guy, the bad guy never starts out directly as a bad person. They want to find a cure because their wife is dying. <clears throat> A.K.A. Um, freeze. Is it Freezer? Is it the guy? Is that the guy that Arnold Schwarzenegger played in Batman? Um, you know, he was trying to cure his wife who was dying of cancer, I think. You know, and then all these things happen one thing after another, and then they turn into a villain. <clears throat> um, and then, you know, they, they're just like, screw it, the whole world's against me. May as well just fall into this new character. And <clears throat> the more I did research on Loki, I felt that he wasn't accepted by the giants because he wasn't a pure giant. He didn't. He wasn't accepted by the Norse gods because he wasn't 100% Norse. You know, he, he was a mixture. So he just floated in between. And um, <clears throat> I very much like that he, um, he his sexuality is very fluid. It's, 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 um, I don't know if 
that had anything to do with not being accepted by one group or the other, or if that's just who he is. My relationship with Loki is very, very new, very, very fresh. Um, but those are things that um, I like very much about Loki. Um, so <clears throat> for me, it started out as just one day, he was just on my mind, just constantly. And I'm like, this is weird. It's not like I'm a huge Marvel fan or anything. It's not like, you know, I'm, uh, what's his name? Tom Hiddleston, is that who plays Loki? It's not like I'm a huge fan of his. I don't know why this character is on my mind so much. And then a couple days straight in a row, I had to go out and the Lyft drivers that I've had those days just randomly, they were guys, the guy drivers, and they were like, do you like Marvel movies? And I'm like, that's kind of a random question. Um, and I was... And I was gonna say no, but something told me to say yes and say Loki is my favorite character, which like I said, I never thought really one way or the other about him. I just identified a little bit more with him over the rest of them. Um, and they're like, oh, you have a thing for the bad boys. And I'm like, no, it's just, I feel like Loki is more relatable because Throughout life, when you meet people, no one is, I shouldn't say no one, but majority of people aren't directly bad or good. They're just going through their day-to-day -day life surviving. And that's what I feel like Loki's doing. Loki is very much known for being a trickster, trickster, trickster god. Like he will play tricks on you till the cows come home. And because of that, he gets a really bad rap when really he's just doing what best suits him and his motive in the moment. If it serves his purpose to help somebody out, help a group of people out, he'll do it. If it serves his purpose to cause mayhem and mischief, he will do that. So <clears throat> the beautiful thing about Loki I have found is even when he does that mischievous cunning stuff that he does you know there's there's a nugget of knowledge in there there's something in there for you to learn um and i think that is so beautiful where working with some deities they will just walk right beside you and they will walk you through whatever the process is that you're supposed to learn <clears throat> and loki is like screw that i'm here to throw wrenches in your path and you have to solve the puzzle. You have to come to the answer on your own. I'm not gonna spoon feed you a thing. And you know, if that's not the way that you um, learn things or accept things, maybe Loki isn't the right God for you. But, um, and I am certainly not telling anybody that you should not work with Loki. I'm just putting you out, putting out there what I have observed in the short amount of time that I've worked with him, and that uh, if if Loki, let's say, reached out to me, let's say even a year ago, I don't think I would have been ready to work with him. It just the way he approaches situations, even a year ago, like I said, it just it wouldn't have jived well with me. 
Um, so after those experiences with the drivers asking me about Marvel and who's my favorite character and blah, 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 I started uh, having visions of fish, particularly salmon. And then I started craving salmon. And um, so I'm like, this is all super, super weird. Why the hell? But why the heck am I all of a sudden craving salmon? At that point, I had been vegan for like seven years and um, never really craved it. Once I gave it up, it was that was just it. So um, I looked up, I said, like, which gods are associated with salmon? And Loki was the one that came up. And then there was like this brief story about how Loki, I believe, tried to trick Thor and so he transformed himself into a salmon and swam downstream and Thor could never find him. Um, and that's a top, that's something I think I'm going to do next month in October. Loki has so many good stories. Um, and so I want to dedicate an episode next month since it's like, you know, trickster month. Halloween, whatnot, I think that would be a good time to dedicate an episode to stories about Loki and his children and just him in general, where today is going to be more about connecting and working with Loki. So, um, so I started eating salmon and, um, I felt just closer to him. When I first felt like he was making an appearance to me, the very first time he appeared as a salmon. The second time he appeared like the Loki in, you know, the traditional Marvel movies. Um, But then after a while, because obviously I knew that wasn't exactly what Loki looked like. Obviously I know that's the actor portraying him. So, after a while, Loki was like, okay, okay, I see, you're on to this. That's not what I really look like. And he showed up to me, and he had, uh, like, blue skin, um, like, a, like a pale blue, like a, like a sky blue, if you will. And he had uh, red eyes and black hair. And um, just because that's how he shows up for me doesn't mean that will be how he shows up for you. I was listening to a podcast episode and the woman was saying that when Loki shows up for her, he wears uh, a band tee and ripped jeans. So depending on how you feel, Loki will feel the waters and know how to properly show up for you so you aren't intimidated or like not sure who it is. He will show up so you know it's him. Although, just a little footnote here, Loki does have a tendency of appearing as if he is another deity. So, again, he's a trickster. So he might show up as uh, Odin, for example. You know, and you're like, oh, Odin's reaching out to me. Oh my gosh. And then in actuality... It's Loki just, you know, pretending to be him. So then Odin might show up and be like, sorry, that's not me. This is me. Um, And you have to be able and open to accepting that. Um, 
So, um, so I started eating salmon and doing research on Loki and, um, so then I'd say by the third week, he was starting to show up, like I said, with the blue skin and the red hair, I mean, black hair and red eyes. And, um, right now, as of recording this, um, he's now gotten into the habit of like showing up in like reflection. So I was out all day yesterday running errands and twice that day while I was out, I saw his reflection in a car window. So it wasn't like him actually, it was just the reflection of him. And he had that mischievous smile on his face. And, you know, so that's how Loki and I got introduced. Um, of course, I love the fact that one of the animals he's associated with is the snake. I found this awesome Loki phone case on Amazon. Um, I tried to find one with a picture of like the traditional look of Loki, like with the blue skin and whatnot, but I couldn't find one. So this one has a picture of Tom Hiddleston and he's got this massive King Cobra snake wrapped around him. And I just fell in love. And good thing I've been needing a new phone case. So it kind of worked out. Um, I also purchased uh, a new set of bed sheets. I've been in need for some new bed sheets and I got this beautiful set of satin dark forest green, uh, which is one of the colors associated with Loki. And I just, I just feel his energy around me when I'm like just lounging on my bed or at night when I get ready to go to bed. I just feel him around me. Um, I feel like he really appreciates seeing, you know, his colors, um, symbols that are associated with him. I feel like he really appreciates, like most gods, appreciates seeing that he's being um, appreciated and represented uh, through his colors and such in the home. Um, so, <clears throat> um, yeah, so that's how I started working with Loki and that's how I've started like showing patron to him, you know, um, you know, like a nod of respect to him by having his colors and such in my home. Um, so, um, as I mentioned, Loki is the god of trickery, mayhem, and mischief. Um, you know, he, he's, he's no stranger of that. He, he loves causing, you know, trouble. But like I said, it's also his way of like throwing a wrench. So like in the moment, it might just seem like mayhem. Everything's going to hell in a basket, but he's doing it so you can dig through the rubble and find that gem, that lesson that you're supposed to learn. Um, let's see. Loki is a good god to start out with uh, as like a intro to other gods. So let's say you're interested in working with Thor, for example. Um, you know, start out with Loki and he will prepare you to be ready to work with other 
um, gods. Um, Loki is associated with the third eye and the throat chakra. Um, so, um, if you didn't know, the third eye chakra is, um, associated with, um, illusion. I'm sorry, I couldn't read my handwriting there for a second. So, the third eye is, uh, associated with illusion. Like I have been constantly mentioning, you know, Loki is famous for throwing wrenches and mischievous deeds in your way, and then you learn from it very much like the third eye, you know, we have to work through it and, um, dissociate, you know, all the illusions that have been put on us through the media and society, etc., and find that nugget of truth. So, um, I hope that makes sense. That analogy makes sense there. Um, the throat chakra, Loki will help you, um, unravel the truth. So if you, whether that be the truth of, uh, something that you have been withholding, something that you, um, uh, for example, um, part of the reason why I started this podcast is because of all the tra- traumatic things I have gone through with my life, my throat chakra very much has been closed off, scared to voice my opinion, scared that somebody will be mad at me. <clears throat> and this podcast has really helped me. I know I have been somewhat unreliable at certain times, you know, for being dependable on when I'm going to post, but I, I'm going to keep with it because it has helped me. And going back to Loki, this is what he will help you with. He will help you unravel that fear of opening your throat chakra. He will help you dis- discern if somebody um, is is lying to you and how to properly handle the situation and uh, open that, that throat chakra so you can verbalize, <clears throat> excuse me, verbalize your your feelings and your thoughts in that moment. Um, uh, let's see here. I'm sorry, I'm flipping through my notes here. Um, Loki will mostly never be 100% truthful with you. Um, it's all about, and I love that, it's all about mystery. I love analogies and metaphors. So when Loki like just throws a wrench my way and I have to sit there and try to figure it out, I love that because I don't know. It's just fun because I had to actually do the work and to figure it out. Um, let's see. Give me one second. I just lost my place in my notes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think this was part of my fear last week. <laughs> I was afraid I wasn't going to do this episode or Loki any justice. And I think that fear overtook and triggered 
a panic attack. I always get somewhat nervous right before I record, but then once I hit the record button, that kind of, you know, goes away. But for whatever reason, last week, it got so overwhelming that I couldn't even, I hit the record button and I couldn't talk. And then it just blew out of control. So I'm glad at least I'm able to do this. Um, <laughs> I just hope it ends out right. Uh, Loki is, and this is a big, what I'm about to say here, this is a big reason why I think Loki reached out to me. Um, so let me jump right into that. Loki is really good to work with when it comes to politics and business, um, which really in today's society is one in the same. I mean, think about it. We have old 70, 80 year old men running our country. So politics has turned into a business. And then once they do uh, retire from the government, you know, they get book deals and whatnot, um, you know, speaking deals. So they really do. They turn it into a business. Um, and I really think this is why Loki reached out to me because as I previously have stated in this episode and in other episodes of this podcast, um, I came from a very unhealthy home and One of the things that was done is instilled in me that I was worthless and that I would never accomplish anything and anything that I did would never amount, like it wouldn't be worth anything. I might achieve something, but it wouldn't be any good and somebody else could do it 10 times better. So I say all that not to get pity or anything, but to show you that um, I think Loki saw that I wanted to get over that and that I do want to achieve in you know, business, whether that be the podcast, my Reiki. Um, I even at one point last year had like a side business selling things online and I stopped because I lost the confidence in myself that I could or should do it. And I feel like Loki is like, I see that want in you and I can help you achieve this one way or the other. I can help you work through this self-doubt and let you know that you are worthwhile and you can achieve this. Um, which really um, made me emotional, really made me like kind of choke up and like, you know, there is somebody out there that has faith in me and cares and that helped me start to have faith and care in myself. Not that I never cared about myself, but it's hard to um, have faith and compassion for yourself when no one has ever shown you how to or what that even looks like. So um, I say all that to say, um, if you would like to work with a God and if you don't feel drawn to working with Loki, that's no problem. You can call upon a God that you are already working with, even if they're not associated with business. Um, you know, if you guys have a good standing relationship and they accept your request, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, so just take that into consideration. Um, um, so I think I just said this a little bit ago, but Loki is a really good introduction to working with other gods and goddesses. Um, and 
he might show up as other. I'm like jumping all over my notes. I'm noticing I have already repeated certain things. Um, so Loki, um, as I'm sure with other, I, I can say for firsthand, like with uh, Lilith and Hecate, they don't just sit around and just wait to be available for you. They might come and go. So for like a few weeks, you might feel his energy. And then one day you might wake up and be like, hey, it's been a couple days since I've seen him or felt his energy. What's that all about? Loki just comes and goes as he pleases. Um, He's not just going to sit around and, you know, just do nothing. So he's always on the move. He's always doing something. When you don't feel him around, most likely he will pop his head in and be like, I'm still here, you know, um, let you know that he's around, but he's not just going to sit around and, you know, just be there to be there. Um, so some of the figures uh, that Loki might take Uh, when he's wanting to appear to you besides like you know his body his god form is a wolf a salmon as I mentioned before or a horse and there's a story that Loki gave birth to an eight-legged horse which became um, uh, Odin's horse that he rode through battles and such Again, I will be touching more on these stories, or I will be going more in depth, I should say, in October. I haven't decided exactly which week in October I will be doing this episode on Loki's uh, stories and origin, but uh, I definitely think that would be a good topic to discuss in October. Um, Let's see. Loki loves playing tricks, especially when it comes to social media. Um, My last episode that I did... Um, about period magic, I actually was going to do, or no, I was supposed to do the period magic episode, but Loki was like pushing me. He was like, you should do my episode. And so I felt like, and I had a lot of glitches, a lot of things. Like I thought I hit the record button and I was like recording, or I thought I was recording for like 45 minutes and it turned out I never hit the record button. Um, And I had to like record like three or four times before I was satisfied and I posted it. And I think that was Loki being like, hey, I want the episode to be about me. And, um, because usually I don't have that kind of problem. Usually it's like once or twice I record and then I'm good and I just post it. I'm not really big on editing because I feel like if we were all sitting in a circle in my living room and having a conversation none of us would be able to edit what we said it would just be we'd have to think about it and then say it I guess thinking before you're saying is a form of editing but you get what I mean it's not like a word can come out of my mouth when I'm talking face to face with you and then edit what I said so I want it to be like a conversation that's what I want these episodes to be where you just get me raw and just real what I say is what I say no editing um so Loki will play tricks with your social media Um, That might be like a glitch when you're trying to get on Twitter or Instagram. You know, the internet might be knocked out for like a few minutes. 
or the screen might freeze. Um, it could be messing with your recording if you're trying to record something. Um, Loki will also play around with social media in a way where, like, um, if he's trying to come to you, make an appearance to you, it might not always be, like, visions. He might make, um, pictures of him show up on your feed and, uh, conversations of people discussing him. Um, so that's another way that Loki might play around with you. Um... I think. Oh, yeah. So I recently activated my Twitter page. I had uh, signed out of Twitter for a while. And um, as soon as I signed back in, I was getting all these notifications and comments of people commenting about Loki and all this stuff. And I hadn't joined any groups or any pages or anything. So Loki has a way to just like reach out to you and just be like, hey, I'm here. I want your attention. Um, let's see. Loki also very much appreciates it when, um, um, when you talk to him. This is a good way of, um, if you either want to work with him or if he has already reached out to you, this is a good way to build a relationship by just talking with Loki and, um, you know, let him into your life. Also, um, telling him stories, particularly stories that involve him. He loves that. Um, So that um, is a form. It could also be a form of an offering, taking, setting aside time and just conversating with him. Other offerings that he really enjoys is black coffee, uh, black tourmaline, meat, gold. Um, like I just mentioned, giving your time and talking with him. Um, and then, of course... Another part of giving your time, like I said, is stories, especially about him and, you know, his origin. Now, um, so gold, black, green, and red are all colors also associated with Loki, as I'm sure you've noticed in the uh, Marvel Loki, uh, his his uh, outfit that he wears, the th- uh, the horns are gold and then he's got green and majority I believe black and then the edging of his outfit is gold so um incorporating any of those colors either in your offerings or just throughout your home and this is super easy for me because these are also colors that are associated with Lilith and Hecate so it's not like I have to go out and buy a whole bunch of new things um so um, let's see here. I have a couple more things I want to mention about Loki before we end this week's episode. Um, so the day of the week that Loki is associated with is Saturday. And, um, I believe I discussed that on, um, my day of the week magic episode. Um... So, yeah, um, 
yellow as well. Yellow is also, and like I mentioned, dark green. Uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned yellow. I know I mentioned gold. But, um, yeah. Um, let's see here. Loki um, is um, commonly, you know, known as a shapeshifter. He is also associated with sex. Um, and, um, you know, Loki, I don't know if he as frequently as the other gods, but he um, did um, have relations with other women that were not his wife, and that's how he ended up fathering and even birthing his, his daughter. The, I believe it's its daughter um, had the eight-legged horse he birthed her um so that goes all back to him being very fluid in his sexuality um so um and that's one thing I like about Loki is he's not overly masculine he's not and I know the Marvel Thor is not a a, a true portrayal of him um but um, I never really sat well with me with Thor in the movies. He's just like, and again, I'm not a big Marvel fan. I don't know them by heart. So somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But the feeling I get from Thor is he's very macho and very like, I am man, hear me roar. And that's just too much for me. Um, I like somebody that's just easygoing and, you know, um, so, um, let's see here. So, uh, symbols associated with Loki, like I mentioned, the snake, salmon, um, etc. Um, let's see here. Loki is, um, associated with death, um, the, the name Loki means closed, so like closed, so like the closing of your life, etc. Um, Loki is the father of hell. She's a, the guardian, the Norse guardian of, of the underworld, you know, where people go where they die. So he and his daughter kind of share that title, I guess, because I've seen in certain places where Loki is considered, you know, the guardian of the underworld. And then I came across the story of his daughter, Hell, um, which I think is a badass name. <laughs> um, let's see here. Oh, uh, a symbol of Loki um, is uh, two snakes like intertwined together, and they're, they shape like a, an S. So where one head's at the top, the second head's at the bottom, and they just together shape and they make like a an S. I hope that makes sense. I will post a picture of this so you can get a better idea of what I'm talking about if you've never seen this symbol before. Uh, last week I was smoking. And, um, you know, I was enjoying the experience and I was looking at the smoke and I saw that. I saw the double snake, um, 
that made the S. And um, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, let's see here. So, um, as I briefly mentioned, Loki is associated with business, wealth, women, uh, wisdom, and um, share pleasure, and um, of, of course, mischievousness. So, um, Loki loves the women. Um, he's good when it comes to business and wealth and wisdom. Um, and again, with the wisdom, even with business, or even like, for example, relationships, women, um, let's say there's somebody, that, a woman that you're attracted to, um, you know, he might set that person in your path, but it will never end, or most likely, I won't say never, never say never, uh, but most likely it will not end out the way you think, because Loki is there to add mischievous incidences in your life to force you to learn so i truly hope this episode did him justice i really hope you all enjoyed this episode before i go i do want to leave you all with a podcast episode uh, uh suggestion and two books i couldn't find any books particularly like just on loki but i did find two books about the norse gods so Starting with the podcast, the podcast is called The Wisdom of Odin, a folk podcast. Um, And the episode is episode two. So you just scroll all the way down to the bottom. You go right to episode two. And it's just and it's titled Discussing Loki. The whole episode is about Loki. Um, And then the two books that I have as a suggestion are Norse mythology and the other one is tales of Norse mythology um so of course these recommendations will be posted um to my Instagram and my TikTok which I have been having way too much fun on TikTok (laughs) lately I've been making I made I think two this morning and um uh so I I got a surge of followers and then I went through the followers and I realized a lot of them are like accounts that have been banned for one reason or another. So I'm like, I may as well just delete them if they're not active accounts. So my following number on, um, on TikTok has gone down, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. As long as I'm reaching the people that truly find this information helpful and worthy that's all that matters to me I mean I think I have 90 people right now that are following me on TikTok and if I was in a room with 90 people that would be a lot of freaking people so I keep that mindset that you know I'm reaching who I'm supposed to um with that being said I will be back next week with a new episode discussing titles within the witch community um, whether, the, whether it's important to have a title, whether you should or shouldn't, what is the point of titles? So we will be discussing that and it will be out next week. I have it planned. Um, I am recording that episode over the weekend. So it will just automatically post on its own come Saturday. Um, so no fear. You will have an episode next week. Um, but with that being said, 
Thank you so much for sharing this time with me. And you can always find me over on Instagram and TikTok, both at Practical Magic Pod. In the meantime, I hope you all have a magical week and I'll see you next time, Coven.